0: Hello and welcome to Stories of the Uncharted
1: Territories Oh, I love that title it I'm Kaki I'm K And, and here's another story, story so, so far <laughs> Yes, very good <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so last time that we were uh, reading fanfictions We were reading from the Zan uh, uh master list by Astro Girl 2 on uh, LiveJournal and we read The Thermodynamics of the Soul by Astro Girl 2, Solicitude by Kerna Zelda, and Pow Wow Taco by Lil Bannock Slave. And we still have a few more to go. So, since we're still reeling with the loss of Zan, and we hold her in our, in our tender little hearts.
0: Yes, we have a uh, story written by uh, Moonstars for Lil Bannock Slave. Oh, nice. Called Seeds. Note to self in future, you may love the character, but oh my god, you have trouble with her voice. I hope this isn't too terrible. Well, I'm not sure if this is like reaching out from the past.
1: to <laughs> <Yeah>. s- <laughs> hey, We're doing our best. But in the case that, that, that Moon and Stars was speaking to themselves, oh, t- come on. Everybody does their, does their best. And fan fiction is about your Zan and your Dargo.
0: Yes. And uh, so here, uh,
1: Seeds. But written for Lil' Bannock's slave. Yeah. Zan is a savage. Ooh. I like where this is going already She might wear a mask of serenity for all others to see But inside she knows what she truly is And sometimes she fights against it And sometimes she revels in it
0: I uh, can't hide the anarchist. Oh yeah! Uh,
1: she heals the bodies of
0: those who share Moya with her And sometimes she heals Moya herself when she can taking the pain from others when she is able. They think it is part of her being a pa'u that she does this, but though that is where she learned the skills, that isn't why she does it. She takes the pain because she deserves it. Because holding on and taking the pain from Moya or Crichton or the others until she's choking down screams and unable to hold on to consciousness is no more than being repaid for having done the same to others. And each time she does it, maybe it washes away a little of the pain she has spread.
1: Whoa! This is... This is golf. Yeah. Do you, I mean, you've recently blonded your hair. Should I get some Should I get, some guy liner oh, and get well, in the mood?
0: Well, I mean, I was like maybe becoming a, going on a PK team, so I need some coal
1: for around my eyes. Yeah! Oh, oh, I'm into this. Oh, Crichton said something once, a saying from his planet. Nature red in tooth and claw, meaning that nature does not care for feelings, but only for survival. Zan thinks of it whenever she heals someone. Would nature bother to mend a broken leg? Would it heal a broken heart? Or would it rend the wound further with its claws and teeth? Oh, oh, this reminds me of that... Oh, I saw it on Twitter. Someone asked their anthropology professor, like, what's the first sign of civilization? And she says... A broken femur, was it? A healed femur. Healed femur yes. Right, because you can only... Like, a broken a broken leg can only be healed if someone takes care of you, and that's archaeological evidence of, of civilization. Yeah. Which was it? She... Uh...
0: Which was it she did when she helped to tear Pilot's arm from the socket so that she could have a glimpse of home? <gasps> she, dreams of, she dreams sometimes, deep in the cold nights on Moya, so far from the star that nourished her through her childhood. Dreams of causing pain to others. She wakes from them with an ache of longing and a deep loathing of what she used to be and what she still is from time to time. She knows she could hurt them. Crichton, Aaron, all of them. Even without the gifts that she learned, she could use what they tell her and they tear their friendships apart. She could rule them, make them crawl on her path of shattered dreams and beg for her to hurt them a little more with her pleasures that pass into pain.
1: But instead, she gives them what healing she can and she plans for the future. She is a plant, granted a more complicated plant than the ones they walk through on foreign worlds, but a plant all the same. And plants knew about seeds... "'and growing and cycles. "'Every day she planted seeds of herself in the others, "'seeds of healing, seeds of strength. "'She gave them unstintingly all that was good in her, "'keeping the rest for herself. "'Zan kept the seeds of pain and despair, "'planting misery upon misery in her heart "'so that sometimes she could barely breathe because of it.' But some day when the seed she has planted
0: had grown all she would leave behind would be that there sorry. But some day when the seed she had planted had grown, all she would leave behind would be the love that she had felt for her oh. strange band of fellow travellers, and maybe the strength that they had given her could be given back to them in return.
1: Some day when she is gone, the seeds will sprout, and it is up to her that the legacy of pain she has sown stops with her. <laughs> this is fantastic! Oh yes, this is. Oh, I mean, it's very. I'm, I'm sorry, I made the sort of goth joke because this is this is this is emo. So is this? Let's see. What's the publication date on this? Uh, like Two thousand and five.
0: So that is after after the series conclusion, right? Even. Okay, yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. This 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 whole sort of ficathon came after that. This was the fans keeping the flame alive. Oh, thank you, uh, uh, Moon and Stars. That was fantastic. Let's uh, let's grab another one. Yes. So this is MTGAT, MtGat, Gat, yep. who Mount Gat. Mount Gat. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Who has a <laughs> they have a they have a, a Farscape user icon on LiveJournal and their status is fantastic to borrow a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Farscape fic on the first day. A Farscape story by Merlin Missy. Oh, okay. So that is Merlin Missy. Copyright yeah. 2005, PG-13.
0: Disclaimer. Ah. Kemper and Henson own the toys. I'm
1: just playing Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> Summary. How a priest, how a beast became a priest. Oh, for Zunix in the Xanathon. It is morning,
0: or as close to morning as she can find in this enclosed prison. Zahn wakes without opening her eyes, stretching her muscles one at a time under her skin. Mm. Breathing in and out slowly with each stretch. Morning devotions revolve around the renewal of the body after dormancy, and she takes her time. An inhale, she flexes the muscle in her toes. She exhales in praise of the goddess. She inhales again and tenses and relaxes a muscle in her leg. She prays.
1: After her devotions are complete, Zan opens her eyes. The cell is exactly the same as it was when she went to sleep. She is a ninth-level pa'u, and she cannot retain
0: her sigh of disappointment. She knows the difference between dreams and waking, but the visions tempted and taunted her. Instead, she is a captive aboard a ship, itself imprisoned,
1: taking her to the penal colony where she will live out her days. Oh, wow, this must have been just before the the premiere episode. Yeah. The peacekeeper who guards this particular section of cells throws her plate of food to the floor outside her cell. The cell beside her holds a luxon, a fierce beast of a creature who growls in his chains as his own food is tossed down without ceremony. Zan waits until the peacekeeper is gone, then approaches the tray. Early in her confinement, she refused food, found it thrust regardless into her body through needles, through tubes down her throat. Zan eats her food now, as much as she can make herself swallow. After
0: food, she meditates. There is little enough to do on the ship otherwise. In her last prison, she wove fabric for use as bedding, clothing, whatever the peacekeepers needed. In the prison she is heading towards, there will be the hard label of moving rocks and soil, and her own private duties of bidding the goddess's grace on those who die from their exertions. This prison has no labour, merely existence. So she is trapped like an insect in sap, neither buzzing in activity nor feeding a predator to rotate herself back through the cycle of life. She
1: simply is. These are fantastic. Uh, Let's see who this is going to be. Zoto? Zan's
0: eyes are closed in her meditations. Zotoria? She will not stir from this position. She will not extend a single digit. Will barely breathe.
1: Where are you hiding, my darling girl? Zahn becomes the memory. "'Here, mother!' She bursts from her hiding place and dashes on slender legs to where her mother stands stands in the doorway, plunging her face into the robes at her mother's thighs. A gentle hand smooths the fine white fuzz on her head, sending tendrils of affection into her. She is her mother's Zotohria, her little seedling, and she is loved. "'How was the day, my child?' Father and that. okay, we're going to have to differentiate, so I'm going to do an extra – like, imagine her with, like, white pigtails. That's the kind of, like – Right, well, I mean, I mean, more like Dan, a dandelion
0: fluff is more like why I'm sp- picturing it as, Oh, but. I
1: love that. I love that. Yep, 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 yep. Father and I spent all day in the atrium until he got tired. I think she's got a little, a little adorable – yeah, she's, she's just blessed the tooth goddess with a, an, an offering. <laughs>
0: Zahn can feel the warmth of Delvia's two sons spilling over her head. Ooh. Centuries later, the memory still fills her with joy.
1: Are you staying for dinner?
0: No, child. I am only here to bathe and to change. Evening services.
1: You always have evening services, or morning services. She pulls away from her mother, feeling disappointment cloud over her inner sons. Her mother's gentle, azure features draw into concern. It is my calling, my love. But Zan does not go back to her mother's arms, and she pouts until her father tucks her into bed.
0: She is too old to cry for this, for anything. Her mother has been dead for 700 cycles, taken swiftly from her by illness. Her memories are full of her father's face, his smile and kindness. His mate worked in the temple, and he in their lovely home open to the air and sky. When her mother was gone, his smiles dwindled and faded by degrees for a hundred cycles before they bloomed full upon his face again.
1: No. Oh. She has not seen his smile in
0: too many cycles, will never see it again. Zan steadies herself. For an arn she focuses on her breathing. Her eyes open to her cell, and she allows this reality also to become part of her, accepts it into her as she might accept the sunlight on
1: a lost world. Broken and angry and lonely beyond all words, she has been cast upon her knees by her jailers once again for fomenting rebellion among her fellow prisoners. The peacekeeper she attempted to seduce for his access codes took his pleasure from her, then informed his superiors of her plans. Beaten and half-starved, for they mis- for they miserly portion out the food in this jail, she lies upon the stone floor, covered in filth and burning and rage. She wants to kill them, wants to hurt them as deeply as she aches. She wants to gnaw their bones. She wants to die. This is not what she wants to remember. Not the pain, not this stinking breath the way he... his stinking breath, oh God! the way he laughed. But it is part of all. She turns her head aside, allows her vision to focus elsewhere. The Luxon has eaten, is reposing. She has spoken to him only once since he was brought onto the ship. He does not stare at her when she disrobes. He seems to live inside his own head as much as she does, and she suspects he will be one of the first she buries on their new world. She decides she will speak with him again when finished, she has finished her meditation.
0: She must have something to say about him at his funeral.
1: Zan... Oh, yeah.
0: Zan closes her eyes. There you go.
1: She, Are you going to... Oh, okay, sorry. Thank, ah, Go on. Okay, we're like three, two English people trying to walk through a door. All right, try the... Canadian standoff. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 rock, paper, scissors. Ah! Yeah, decisive. See, we're not close. Yes.
0: <laughs> also, yes, this is not, like, a very visual thing to be doing on a podcast, but, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. Okay, well, we can shout it. Okay. One, one two, two, three. Oh. oh, no. On th- after three. After three. Okay. One, one two, two, three, three rock. Scissors. Okay, now you win. <laughs> okay, now I win. All right. This is stupidest
0: stupid. <laughs> Zahn closes her eyes. She wants to die, and she cannot. She cannot will herself, loose the bonds of spirit to flesh, and while they feed her a pittance, the peacekeepers insist she eat it all. She can fight, try to die fighting, and they throw her into her cell and they laugh. He
1: laughed. Please, she says to no one. No one can hear her. Please. Zoto. Please, she begs the darkness. Begs for death. Begs for life. She does not know which. Zotoria. Warmth around her. Not from rage, but from complete love, complete acceptance. She is in the presence of the goddess. Zahn shudders inside and hides her unworthy face. She is nothing. She is dirty and abused and there is blood on her hands, blood in her mind. Come
0: to me, my darling girl. The voice is rich and full and entreats her. You are worthy
1: to me. And Zahn lifts herself from the floor and looks upon Kahlin's face and she already knows what face she will wear as Zahn buries her shamed and tearful face in her ethereal robes. There is peace. Her meditation ends. Zahn rises to her feet, draws her clothes upon her body once more. It's time to start the day. The end. Oh, oh I think, oh, it's Kahlen. Kahlen? I, uh, that's, the, that's the name of her the goddess. Uh, her goddess. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, excellent and very metaphysical. Mm. Thank you for that one, Merlin Missy. So,
0: the next story was... uh,
1: Yeah, I'm trying to load it as well. It's... Written by Red
0: Star Robot... For nope, uh,
1: nope, nope. Oh, we're not, not doing that, that one, one? Oh, not that oh, one. Sorry. I am sorry. Uh, Kathy, who sent us this uh, this list, has confirmed to us that that one is not safe 4K. It's mm. called The on Job, it's written by Red Star Robot for Kerner Zelda. And maybe a long, long time from now, when you're all grown up, we'll return to this one, okay? But in the meantime, we should move on to Sunix.
0: Uh, wrote the story called Benediction for Astro Girl 2. Yeah, uh, Sunix for whom the previous story was just written. Ah, so, well, I
1: think it's a bit of a round robin that uh, the stories went for, isn't it? I really like that. So I wonder what the, the sort of setup was. Was Were all of these, like, fanfic writers who already knew one another and knew their old, little preferences and peccadillos? I
0: kind of assume that... Uh, a- there was a little intro to it, and I believe they got to basically ask for something—basically something that they wanted to uh, do. Because remember, in one of the previous uh, sessions, we read. Uh, apparently, there had to be something economically or commerce involved with the the, oh, the Rajul one. Right. So I yes. think they, they got to ask like a, a, a subject or something that uh, the story should involve. That's awesome. Uh, and then they did a little uh, secret Santa for each other, I believe. So this one has a oh.
1: It has a fluff alert. Yes, I'm kind of wondering what that is. And this is AU to fulfil the request of not-dead Zan. Good, yes! (laughs) Benediction. The Bannock slave known as Stark rarely had cause to count his blessings. His life had been a cruel one. From birth, his fate had been sealed. His entire race was fated to suffer the evil of others. He was saved from an early death only by the accidental discovery of his talent as a conduit for the dead. The terror and struggle that his skills as a stikerah exposed him to often came perilously close to breaking his mind. But the anguish he bore forged in him a fierce survival instinct, and that same instinct allowed him to save his greatest blessing, Pa'u Zoto Zan. Their reunion was long in coming.
0: Stark had searched in desperation for her among the living and the dead. Just as he had begun to succumb to the darkness, she found him. The goddess had been merciful, bringing her beautiful form and calming presence back to him. He gave himself over to her, and they formed a bond in love and gratitude that stands to this day.
1: Yeah! Stark and Zan travelled together for many cycles. Wherever they went, word of their skills as healers of mind and body spread. Souls in peril sought them out. And if you can find them, you can... (laughs) No, no, okay, sorry, sorry. Wherever they went, sort them out. And every time they hope that the next leap is their leap home. No. and No, still, oh, God, set right what once... Okay, fine, fine, fine. A group of thankful followers formed around them. Ooh, Other healers also arrived, drawn in by the modest fame they had gained. A small green planet finally provided a haven for the expanding community cycles came and went as the found family settled in. Zahn awoke in the chambers that she shared with her
0: mate. The strong sunlight that crossed the sleeping alcove still came as a pleasant surprise to her. She relished in its glow and sent a brief thanks to the goddess. Rising and looking about, she took in the tranquil room. She was alone in the chamber, but voices from surrounding rooms buzzed about her. She had not expected such a haven. Many of her past deeds haunted her still. "'She had often lost hope, falling into violence or rage, "'but she had regained her own strength by sharing it with others. "'She moved from her bed to begin her daily prayers.' "'Ah,
1: similar theme to uh, seeds. Mm. "'Across the small compound, Stark was consulting with the youngster carer. "'He coached the boy in forming the first channel to the other side. "'Stark chanted softly to act as an anchor to the child. "'There was both satisfaction and regret in his act. "'He was pleased to be able to aid the young one.' but he sometimes felt the lack of his own guidance when young. The session went well for both of them, and soon the acolyte was sent away. Stark sat a moment in silence. The tranquillity he found here filled him with a quiet amazement. He soon heard the stirrings of someone's approach. Turning, he saw Zahn coming through the low, curved doorway.
0: Good morning, my love, she said, taking his hands. He brought his forehead to hers, murmuring, My own Zahn. They breathed in each other and counted their blessings together.
1: Aww. Oh. And Sunik says, I look forward to reading the other entries tonight after I get back from work. And what a fantastic, fantastic thing to host. This is, yeah, a lovely little alternate universe uh, where, where they,
0: things went differently. Yeah, they started their own little commune. <laughs> yes.
1: Imagine their a, little what it's, yes. <laughs> a little cult. Yes. I, I did get a, like a, a, a branch. Zanvinian mm. sort of vibe out of there like training oh other, other, other Stikeras and then you minister to the dead and this is how you take someone's soul out of their body and you put it into hell it's very easy I'm, <laughs> oh, just- <laughs> dearie, dearie <laughs> you. I'm so sorry okay hey we have three more shall we save that for next time yes let's do that Thank you for joining us at Tales from the Uncharted Territories. So far, scape so good. I'm K. I'm Kaki. So far, so far scape, scape so, so, good. so good. Yeah. Bye. Wave. Bye. Bye. bye